All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live nonstop Leafs talk starts now. The Leafs fought hard all regular season long to get home ice advantage tonight. It's time to do something with it. It's the Friday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosso with you. How are you feeling today, Rosie? It's time to do something with it. Isn't that the truth, my man? I'm uh, pumped that it's game day once again. These are getting kind of intense. Yes. Um, I, I'm not at that point just yet. You know, I even said it on yesterday's show. The feeling was different watching game three. I think the feeling will be different watching game four because, you know, you're, or game five, I should say. I'm not at that level where I'm like, oh, crap, you know, with every waking moment and shift. I, I think this series becomes real once again at the least win tonight. Do you agree with that? Yeah, it's uh, it's not a big collective thing. People were talking about it after their first win there in game four, saying, do you believe now that these guys have what it takes to get it done? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? They put themselves in a three-rip hole, and they got yeah. the job done to win one. Now they got to do it again to win one, and that won't even get it done. But it'll start to make a lot of people talk and start to make a lot of people think but then they still got to go back down and win one. 
And it's just these little baby steps and these these building blocks that they're working on right now. And it's it's the only way you can look at it being down that that kind of a hole because it is just a game by game scenario. They have to reset everything and bring their friggin' best tonight just to get to that point to be able to try to do it again. So yeah, it's every win from here on out is going to make things drastically different. But you just gotta take it one win at a time. I think that's the way they are approaching it. And they got the job done the first time. They got to do it again, man. I, uh, I'm i excited to see what they got because they have trouble accessing their best hockey, and I just can't wait to see what the hell they have tonight. Man, I love building narratives in my head. I, I think it would be so great if the Leafs came back in this series because they now know who's waiting for them in the Eastern Conference Final, and that's Frederick Anderson and the Carolina Hurricanes, man. I can't stop smiling after seeing that. This guy's been allergic to the Stanley Cup playoff for years. Didn't even play the majority of the beginning. And then all of a sudden, he's propelled himself into a conference final. And I think he would burn to the ground if the Maple Leafs took him on. The one thing I noticed in the regular season, every time the Leafs played the Canes, they never put Freddie Anderson in there. When they did, they lit him up, man. I just think that would be tremendous, tremendous theater. Oh, that'd be so wicked, man. Like, uh, obviously getting ahead of ourselves, that's not even uh, yeah. close to something you could bet on right now. But if it's just more incentive for them to get this done and it's more reason to be pissed off that they're in this position but it is what it is and you're absolutely right if if that were to happen to see frederick anderson come back into toronto and see how he handled that like you know how many memories and feelings he would have from that place from you know times past and it would be very very interesting all the more reason for these guys to sack up and give their absolute best 60 minutes they can give us tonight he would blow up like the Leafs did in Game 3 in Sunrise. Nonetheless, remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. At the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. If you're watching right now and are not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. If you don't do it immediately, Jay Rose is going to come down and put your lights out. So please do so uh, at the Leafs Nation 401 where you can subscribe. Additionally, we're available wherever you can find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take and we'll show up. And don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. Just having a brief look at the chat. Pretty hot right now. People are fired up. People are a bit uh, anxious. I totally understand that. So if you have any thoughts, concerns, questions, comments on tonight's game moving forward for the Maple Leafs, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. We'll get to them in about uh, 15 minutes or so. But for now, let's get over the boards. So here we go again. Do or die time once again, Rosie, for the Toronto Maple Leafs Game 5. Uh, unsurprisingly, Joseph Wall confirmed. We'll talk about him momentarily. But my big question for you, and you actually tweeted about this the other night, where's the offense? The Maple Leafs have scored two goals in six straight games here in the postseason dating back to round one. I know. For a team that is, you know, an offensive powerhouse and you look at their lineup, that is their strength, without a doubt. They've got guys that can absolutely put the puck in the net. They've got playmakers. They've got finishers. They've got high-talent studs. And, I mean, to to that's proven over an 82-game season. I mean, they've they've gotten the points and they've gotten the accolades. So they're good hockey players and they're highly, they're a high-octane offense. But you got to see it in the playoffs for it to be worth anything, right? And 
I just don't really recall too many teams that go this cold in the playoffs like the Leafs have. It's not even just this year. We've talked how that's been their kind of Achilles heel is, you know, they just can't score that bloody goal. And, you know, they're clipping along and they found a way to do it. I think that insurance goal in game four was huge to, to make that a two-goal deficit. They have trouble getting that two-goal lead as well once they get up and uh, letting teams back in it. But it's been a problem. And, you know, they're going back to Toronto and... Like, this is an opportunity. You know how you'd go back to, like, the 93 Western Eastern Finals and you got these different things where I remember this and Boreas Salming did that. Like, this is this is a deal for them right now. They can, Someone can be that guy. Like, Austin Matthews wants to have two rips tonight and just be a dominant force out there and, sh and just be the guy that he's capable of being. It's going to go down as things that people remember forever. A huge game in Toronto back against the wall to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, to claw your way back into a series. Like, time to fucking step up somebody who wants it. And if they think that way and if they value that, like, they're, I just want someone to be chomping at the bit to say, I'm tired of this horse shit and all this back and forth. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to steal a goddamn show because I'm that good. And someone's got to have that swagger, maybe a Nylander, anybody. Who wants it? It's a huge game in Toronto, deep in the territory where people are really paying attention. It's the second round. They haven't even been there in so long. This is this is uncharted territory for a long time, and someone can step up and make a name for themselves. I think the term you're looking for is defining moment, and I couldn't agree more. I think it's time for the big boys to step up. So last game, we see Mitch Marner. We see William Nylander. The one guy I'm really zoning on tonight, Austin Matthews. In fact, I'm taking him plus 100 to score a goal. Hasn't scored in this series. He has two assists. Hasn't recorded a point in two straight outings now. Hasn't scored since game six against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You talk about defining moments and proving why you're one of the best in this league. Now is the time for Austin Matthews to shut all the naysayers up, do his thing, start providing offense for this team, and really, really show sort of his worth this organization to this city. And uh, obviously, you got to lead by example, but that's the one guy I'm looking at. If Matthews has a game, I think this is going back to a game six in Sunrise Sunday night. Yeah, I'd agree. And there, uh, he just kind of hasn't – he's been there. I mean, like opening shift, yeah. rings one off the crossbar. Um, he just – he seems to be a guy who's standing out as trying to do that. All right, F you, look out of the way. And, like, he's he's diving through creases. He's taken to the net pretty hard. And he's uh, – He's noticeable out there as trying to get it done. And if he gets a break or a bounce or someone leaves their assignment on him and he can get a hold of that thing and get his release gone, um, he could really kickstart this team. And to do it at maybe a critical moment in, in Toronto um, would be a huge deal, man. There is literally nothing I'd want to see more than that happen tonight. But uh, they're going to have to work for it. Like, but make yeah. no mistake, this Florida Panthers team is a quality hockey team and they are a good playoff hockey team. The way they play is built for the playoffs and it's a big reason why they got out to that 3 nothing rip and uh, have stunned the Leafs. So it's not going to be easy, man, but uh, make no mistake, they're going to be ready. They're going to be chomping at the bit. They're saying all their things over there in their locker room too. But uh, at the end of the day, you do got to worry about yourselves and if those guys can you know, harness their best hockey it could be a special night. It's just uh, it's just a matter of making it happen. The other thing is commitment to defense. So, like, that was my biggest takeaway is the number 21, and that was the amount of shot blocks by the Maple Leafs. Like, I can't remember the last time there was commitment like that defensively protecting the house, maybe because it was there was there was a rookie netminder in there. Like, But the, from a team defense standpoint, Florida just didn't generate much offensively. The Leafs did a great job, six in the lane. Shenner was great. Giordano was great. The PK was awesome. 
I'm not sure if that type of brand of hockey is sustainable over a four game stretch, which the Leafs have to put together, but like they got to find different ways to win hockey games. That's why I'm looking at the offense. Like, you know, you pride yourself on having one of the best power plays in the world. You pride yourself on being one of the best offenses in the league. It's time to prove it. I mean, they're not taking on, you know, Dominic Hasek in his prime right now. I know Bobrovsky's been outstanding, but I think they have to do their best to just get the puck on net and, and get some scoring chances, right? I, I think Bobrovsky obviously is beatable. He's feeling good about life right now, but like the dam has to burst eventually in my world. Yeah, I think so. And I'd like to see some pucks on the net tonight. I mean, you know, when you're watching in the playoffs and when you need a goal and maybe things aren't going your way and you're not getting a lot of puck luck or you're getting goalied or it's overtime or just those certain times where just throwing pucks on net and like just getting that rebound off a pad. Nylander's just standing there in the low slot, boom, off the pad, buries one, like funnel things to the net, fire it from the half wall low not up high to go fucking top shelf throw it low let it go off a skate let it go off a shin pad get some puck luck and have bodies crash into the net i mean when when teams do that to the maple leafs it's always like god damn it they're just they're peppering us they're picking us apart our d-men are spinning around there's rebounds out there goalies scrambling back and forth trying to you know it, it's it's havoc and you can't sit around and wait for that perfect tic-tac-toe top shelf like it doesn't have to be pretty these guys yep. can score goals in all kinds of different ways and you want to give yourself the best chance. And I just, fuck, it's, it's just so many times has it been relayed by coaches over the years of get pucks to the net, get bodies to the net, get pucks to the net, get bodies to the net. And I think that's got to be part of their mantra because they need the offense to come. And I think they're a type of team where if you do that and you get one, the floodgates can open and you can really open things wide up. And, and once you start getting those bounces and the momentum and the guys start feeling good, then your skill can really take over and you can have yourself a hell of a game. And then Florida's ass can really pucker up, but you got to get it done, right? So it's it's all talk and we don't want to get to in the future, but it's important to talk about what happens if they do this, what happens if they do that and, and how the whole mentality changes in this thing. Let's talk about the gray wall now. So um, not surprising at all, but they announced Joseph Wall as the game five starter confirmation Sheldon Keefe after practice. Um, I don't see if, you know, I don't foresee a scenario where we see Elias Samsonov again in this series. And that's more because if they're going to continue to win games, it's going to be Joseph Wall. Knock on wood, something happens or he gets lit up. Let's hope that's not the case. But like, that's the only way in my world I see somebody other than Joseph Wall play for the Maple Leafs for the rest of the series, right? Because that's the way I see it playing out. And I think, you know, this Samsonov conversation should be pushed to the, to the side because. Again, I get it. He's unavailable right now. Upper body injuries is what they're calling it. But it's Wall's crease for, for the long term, right? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, the reality is they can't lose a game or they're done. So as long as they're playing, they're winning games. And as long as they're winning games, I don't think you're going to mess with things too bad. If you're winning games, you're getting closer and closer to be able to play weeks more if you can get to the next round again that's a long ways away Mm -hmm. but as long as they're winning games and inching towards that they're going to keep it the way it is Um, just as much for a reason as maybe hey Sammy like make sure you're healthy Wolves cover in the crease while you're out and we will reevaluate if we get through this series and if something huge happens and we're still playing. But um, again, it's not going to be a decision where, oh, Wool loses one. Who do they go to now? Sammy's kind of healthy because your your back's against the wall. It's an elimination game every game. So I wouldn't argue with that at all. If they get through, it'll be a conversation. But uh, I mean, you throw Wool in there and if he happens to pull off four wins in some miraculous way, then how do you argue with with taking him out? It's interesting, but... It's nice to have that guy because I just hope he, I just hope he keeps his mentality going forward like he has. He seems like uh, he seems like one of those guys where the goalies that can't get rattled, they don't overthink the moment, they don't get too in their own head. You know, I think that was probably Freddie Anderson's problem, right? I I know that guy. I've played with him, and you know, I think he just the moment gets big. You think about it, you realize too much, and the wheels start turning, and it becomes hard to perform. I, I Wall doesn't seem like that guy, and. I just hope he continues with that mentality nonchalantly says, hey, my guys are great in front of me. I'm just going to try to stop the puck. And the, the moment's not too big for me. If he can be that guy, um, he can kind of maybe get a little run going. And that is how special things start happening. A goalie like him comes in and, and becomes a story, right? It does. And um, a lot of great puns in the chat right now. Build the wall with Hall from Total Gamer 1. Patrick G. Mafia, great wall of Leafs Nation. Um, total gamer one wall and oats, but yeah, I just hope he's a brick wall tonight Jesus. for the Toronto Maple Leafs and has been a great story throughout this season. I love puns, man. So I can appreciate that, but I'm right there with you. Like it has to be, it has to be Joseph wall at this point in time. Like the fact that people even have this conversation 
about Ilya Samsonov. I know Matt Murray is backing up, but that's the way I see it. If the Leafs are winning this series, it's going to be behind Joseph Wall, barring something unforeseen, of course. But uh, that is the latest when it comes to Ilya Samsonov. They're not saying much, just an upper body injury, but I do think it is wall o'clock for this Maple Leafs team. Uh, can you make sense of these home road splits, Rosie, for this Maple Leafs team? So that's the big story. How much did we talk about it in the regular season? Home ice, home ice, home ice, pounded home. They won it against Tampa Bay Lightning. And then you come out to the Stanley Cup playoffs and the home road splits are insane. They're one in four at Scotiabank Arena and four and a one away from home. Um, we've been talking about making Scotiabank Arena a house of pain all season long. It's time to prove it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't put too much stock into it. It's uh, I think just the way the cookie crumbles, how the games have gone, how the series have gone. They haven't got it done at home. Why? I don't know. Again, I'm not going deep in it. I don't know why. I don't think anybody does. And I don't really think there's even that big of a reason. I just think that's kind of how she's played out. And uh, again, though, you know, if you don't want to let the moment get too big, if you're the kind of guy that doesn't get nervous and you step up to the moment instead, which guys at that caliber, man, you're you're a stud. Like any one of those guys on that roster can step up and kind of have like modern legend status if they just come and blow the doors off this place tonight, then go back down and then, you know, you got to do more work and then game seven's a whole new conversation. But that's what they have to do or we're done playing. So why not now? Why not somebody step up and get it done? I don't know what it is that hasn't made them win at Scotiabank Arena. I don't really care. Again, you just got to worry about today and one game at a time. It's it's today. It's the only, the only thing that matters. You need to win today. So cranking all the stats and looking back, I just don't give a shit anymore. I don't think they do. I don't think they can afford to. It's it's just got to do it. Got to do it. Got to get it done. Someone has to step up. Ideally, I think I want to see them play physical off the bat. Like find a reason to get the crowd in the game. And you were really successful at doing that in your career, whether it's a fight, a big hit. Or just showing you're there, showing you're there to start the game, starting on time, pardon the Babcock-isms. But like, that's what I want to see is the pace set at the beginning. Because I do think there is a way to get a crowd in a hockey game. I know it's a lot different at Scotiabank Arena for, for the best of times. A lot of suits. They're eating down below. They're not watching the game. But if you give them reason to watch, I think they show up. And, um, you know, funny enough, I think that's a big storyline tonight. Can they get the crowd in the game? Because I think... You want home ice all season long, and obviously the last change is a big topic of conversation, but like, if you have a hostile crowd, it's tougher to play in that barn if you're the opposition. Yeah, I mean, when that place is rocking, it does get rocking. It has a tendency to, to go a little flat, no doubt, but like, yeah, mm -hmm. to bring it back to the old school, like my favorite thing in the world was like first shift, get the red line full speed, flip it over the D-men's back and just chase them down and they know you're coming. As soon as they touch that puck, you just fucking blow them up to the end boards. The whole crowd goes bananas and is like, what a way to start. Like, what if Lafferty or Achari or someone just got it deep and absolutely ran one of their D-men. Nice, clean hit. Put him on his ass. The barn would be going nuts. That's a big statement. Holy shit, the Panthers are looking around going, man, where did this come from? And you just kind of set the tone that way. There's there's nothing better, and I would love it, nothing more than if someone stepped up in that way. But physicality would be nice. Going to the net hard would be nice. Standing up for yourselves. No bullshit hockey would be nice. Just play as a team and be pissed off and say we're here with some unfinished business and just see so you know, Florida, this series isn't over. Kind of that attitude, mentality. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I think the I think the barn would would respond accordingly. Yeah, just fire everybody up. That's what we're looking for tonight. Brought to you by our new friends over at Skip. We're happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes by Skip. 
using the promo code TLN15 in the Skip the Dishes app. You'll get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's dishes. Please know that this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time eats across the GTA and Ontario and the likes of Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other great places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. Did somebody say Skip? Meantime, the Botano wrap-up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. And Rosie, you were a winner last night. Job well done. The over in the Seattle-Dallas series, by the way, um, I believe is perfect. And uh, in general, the Dallas Stars have been playing the over quite a bit. So has Seattle. So you take the floor tonight. Yes, yes. I am uh, taking the old faithful here. Over one and a half goals in the first period in this game. I think there are people going to come out hot. Anything could happen. I think it's going to kind of be a dramatic game, to be honest with you. One way or the other, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I feel like there's going to be some fireworks. So taking that, it's been hitting a lot this playoffs. And uh, minus 167, yeah, it's because it's quite likely to happen. But uh, jump on that board, it's been hitting. I love it. And uh, additionally, I'll add that I mentioned off the top of the show, the Austin Matthews anytime goal, consider me in plus 100. They need it. If Matthews scores tonight, they win this game. I don't know if you want to call that an Alberga guarantee, but they need Austin Matthews to step up and score a goal and be the guy who scored 60 and 73 next year. So those are two looks, a bonus look for you on this Friday. Rosie, let's get to some topics of conversation. First and foremost, just some uh, news out of the morning skate. Not sure what the configuration is going to be, but I would anticipate they're going back to 11-7 and seven after they win a game. But Matthew Nyes uh, skating this morning for the first time since suffering a concussion in Game 2 last Thursday. So positive news, you just never say never. I know he's sort of ruled out for the series, but just never say never this time of year, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what those heads and whatnot, what they're doing these days. I'm not totally sure. But to be skating is definitely a, a step in the right direction if it was a... Uh, you know, a hard skate where, I don't know, I don't think you're supposed to push it too hard, but I imagine the pregame skate this morning was a total wheel and deal, loop and shoot, pretty easy yeah. skate. So just to see how his head was feeling after that, I'm doubting that he plays because I think you got to go skate first and then evaluate how you feel after that workout and take it like that. But I mean, shit, if I was wrong and this guy's feeling like a million bucks and hey, maybe I don't have a concussion. I mean, how with, for how hard he got hit, I... You know, if he started feeling good immediately and says, I have no symptoms, I'm symptom-free, I'm good, I would be like, well, yeah, that makes sense. You didn't get hit that hard in the head. You know, everything, everyone's different and every situation's different. But if he's symptom-free and he's feeling like a million bucks and he's telling the trainers, I'm good, I have had no symptoms for two days or whatever the, whatever the parameters are, that would be wicked if they threw him in because, as we've seen in that first round, he is, uh, he's an asset in the lineup. I think you want to err on the side of caution, certainly with any injury, never mind, you know, your top prospect in Matthew Nyes has been a great story, but I, I don't foresee it happening today. Obviously, you know, not skating with the regulars. I think I think down the road, just never say never. If they keep pushing this series, there is the potential for Matthew Nyes to uh, reemerge. And what a storyline, what a narrative that would be. Corey writing in, this is the game of the series. Win this and the pressure shifts. We talked about this off the top. I totally agree. Like, it's been interesting and intriguing hearing sort of both sides of the conversation. I think Ryan O'Reilly saying all the pressure was on them. Matthew Kachuk saying all the pressure was on Toronto. I do truly feel if the Leafs win tonight, 
it starts to, to surface a bit in sunrise. The Panthers' heads, oh boy, here they come, here they come. And that's why I think, you know, it goes without saying, it's so cliche, every game is important in a seven-game series. But if the Leafs grab this one, Rosie, I really, really start, I really, really will, will start to believe it a bit. Yeah, it'll change. It'll change the look of it for sure. I mean, three, two, you're down three, nothing. It feels like just two seconds ago, we're down three, nothing. It is the worst situation we could be in doom and gloom. What happened talking about Dubas and who we fired in the off season. And then boom, boom, you can get two wins. Holy shit. People are looking around. Florida's looking around. Florida could start to question themselves was like, what's going on here? Was this kind of a fluke or are we out of gas or, or what happened here? And then you go back down where they've had success on the road, and it's a it's a tough spot to be in. It's uh, that's why we say you just got to get one, and then you got to focus on the next one. And every every time you do get one, the momentum builds, and all of a sudden, shit. It's like it's kind of almost surprisingly that it doesn't happen that often. I think usually when a team gets down three nothing, they're clearly outmatched. They're not even close, and they're unable to beat that team. But in this situation, I think the teams are more evenly matched than the three nothing would suggest. And if the team, I mean, they have been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or whatever the hell that is. You don't know what you're going to yeah. get. But when you get their best, they're damn hard to beat no matter who you are. So 100%, man, they win this game. It's freaking huge. And I can't tell you, like, I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared for them to win this game. I'm, I, I haven't even thought about the devastation of them losing and it all being over and we're all stunned. I haven't thought about it because I really just think they're going to win the game and someone's going to do something dramatic and it's it's going to be a big momentum shift, just like you said, man. It'll be huge and they got to get it done. It's time to rise to the occasion for sure. PS 17, 34, 16, 91, and 88 need to show up tonight and produce. Lou St. Clair, I would sign Rosal to a one-day contract for tonight's game so he could punch out Sam Bennett. I don't think now's the time for retribution. I thought earlier on in the series, but I would love that look, and hopefully I would get free tickets out of it, right? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, it'd be a one-day one, <laughs> one, one contract, one shift, one suspension. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Rosie. Sit back down, and you're done. Thanks for your service. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know if you've been watching this league. I don't know what merits a suspension anymore. <laughs> Alex Petrangelo, fucking Paul Bunyan, just one game, and they lose Nurse because of the, the rule. I just, uh, I've, I just don't know what else to say about it. Patrick G. Mafia, O'Reilly needs to be O'Reilly. That's another guy, man, like the factor. He, he's been eerily quiet i don't know if eerily is the right word but like he had the big goal earlier on in the series that's another guy like this is why you get ryan o'reilly for big moments like yeah. this right yeah he has uh he hasn't really done anything he's kind of been in the weeds it's it hasn't mm -hmm. been a game that's provided a lot of momentum for him to jump in on or whatever the case is but yeah he has been quiet and i would expect him to be going guns blazes uh any one of those guys could step up and do something big man but uh I would just hope to hell that every one of them is just excited, chomping at the bit, and just absolutely unloading the tank so that if every single player gives their best with their head screwed on straight for 60 minutes, you can get this thing done, man. And I just, I cannot wait for the game. I'm more excited about this game than anyone that they've played so far this uh, this playoff run. Yeah, you're fired up, man, and uh, and understandably so. I mean, you're telling me there's a chance, the old line, the old adage, and certainly we feel that way here in Leafs Nation after winning the game the other night. And uh, again, it gets even more serious as the Leafs can find a way tonight. So, yeah, that's the big story for me. The core four, Joseph Wall, you know, physically, the, the shot blocks, can they do that? Can they replicate to an extent what they did the other night? If they do, they'll be in good hands. And again, I expect Matthews to pop off tonight, Rosie. 
Yeah, that's the hope. And yeah, you touched on that, that the defense, like game, uh, game four, they were just, you know, they were just positionally sound. They weren't scrambling. They kept them to the outside. They kind of kept them, you know, away from any danger areas. And I mean, that's such a huge part of defense, like be in control, have the puck in front of you. Don't give up any holes. Don't be caught missing your assignments everyone's on the same page out there and just frustrate them don't allow them to penetrate or get those quality chances and the more you do that the more you know frustration they get and uh you can let your big boys go to work on the other end of the ice so yeah i love their defense it was i think craig button said as close to a 60 minute effort as they've had this playoffs Mm -hmm. besides game two in the first series and uh you know that's good something to build on like if you can shut down defensively and wall keeps his head up and and keeps playing the way he is you get some puck luck on the other end. Bobber seems to be maybe cooling off. We'll see. But yeah, and Austin Matthews comes in and and does Austin Matthews things. Man, that's that's the recipe right there. You're completely right. Maybe you bet the Leafs team total in this game. So we'll leave it at that. Again, we'll have you covered all, all weekend long, you know, depending on what happens here for the Leafs. Hopefully they keep playing. But we'll have you covered. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page at the Leafs Nation 401. That's at the Leafs Nation 401 for the very latest happening here with the Maple Leafs. We'll we'll be right there with you along the ride. So uh, many thanks to everybody in the chat. Producer Alex, fantastic job as per usual. Rosie, to you. Enjoy game five tonight, buddy. You going to have a couple pops or what? Yeah, I will. And we better not be doing a pissed off somber show afterwards. uh, I'm not going to be in the mood for it. So let's go tonight. That'll be hilarious because we've agreed to do something if they lose and they won't lose here. But if they do, we might be a bit gooned up for it. So that might actually be, uh, you know, good to tune in for. So we'll, we'll talk at some point this weekend. Hopefully it's a positive for the Maple Leafs. Take care, everybody.